0: Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter podcast. I am your host Andrew McKenney, with my co-host Tim Taylor, and unfortunately, we are separate this week. Uh, last week we recorded together, and it was a great episode, and it was a lot of fun. And I am back in uh, Massachusetts, where we are currently on hurricane. Uh, there's a hurricane warning, so. Okay, so you haven't That's gotten cool. hit yet. Haven't gotten hit, but it also isn't as bad as they've been claiming it was going to be. They were saying that there was going to be super high winds and potential damage and power outages. And so far, it's just been kind of rainy. Yeah, we
1: we talked about this. We we were talking about how we were hoping to be able to record today, but unsure because you might not have had power.
0: Yeah, and so far, so good. So, uh, knock on wood. Good, yeah, I hope so. Especially with all the stuff the weather's been doing
1: in terms of ramping up. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's nice to nice to have some uh, nice to have something come up short.
0: Yeah, good.
1: That's nice. I but hope again, uh,
0: I, I am back. I had a great time out out in L.A. and and uh, did all of the sightseeing, touristy stuff. I had a great tour guide, so I appreciate that. Hey, you got it, man. I mean, not enough time. We got more. We got there's
1: plenty more to see in this godforsaken city. Yeah. <laughs> um, how was
0: Anaheim? <laughs> Anaheim was interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, interesting is a nice way to put it. <laughs> well, I got to be honest. It, I would say it's less fun than L.A., but more clean and less homeless people. How about that? Yeah, well, that's
1: what uh, that's what rich white people make sure happens, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Not surprised there. Did you make it didn't to an get, Angels game at all? I did not. No. I didn't get to go to Disney either, so that was unfortunate, but... Uh, We'll have you. Buddy. I just you said you're coming back. I, you got to come back, right? I'll be back in April and hopefully sooner than that, to be Sweet. honest. Sweet. Love it. Um, But yeah, man, I had a great time. That was a good trip and I, it was the, my first time out there. So that was fun and definitely looking forward to getting back out there. And I mean, one of the highlights of the trip was seeing Nomar at the Dodgers game and hitting a Dodgers game in general. So like, I'm looking forward to going out and doing more stuff like that. I mean, like you said, not enough time. It was just, I was only there for a weekend. And there's clearly not enough time in a weekend to do a lot of cool stuff. But I did do plenty of cool stuff.
1: And it's the same with when I go back to Boston. There's just not, it's just not enough time.
0: But, you know,
1: knock on wood here. And, uh, you know, I guess to plug something too, uh, might be be in Massachusetts for almost all of October this year. Oh. All of October. All of October, I uh, I have been cast in a, a feature film that is currently funded through Kickstarter, but we're still trying to get more money to make it even better. The project is called Ephus. If you uh, get onto my Instagram account, at another Tim Taylor, with uh, underscores between the words, we got about, I think we got 20 more days. It was funded overnight. We got Spaceman Bill Lee attached.
0: I'm gonna wow. be acting with spaceman Bill Lee. Super hype! This is all this is all news to me. So I'm hearing this for the first time. Also, oh, really? this is sick. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I'm he- well, well. As far as you coming out here, I saw that this project was going on. Yeah, and I saw that you had said that you were gonna be a part of it, which is awesome. Um, so we'll have to make sure that we post that Kickstarter up on on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. If I anybody wants to, that, to get involved yeah. with uh, donations, please do.
1: that would be great, man. I think it's a it's a, it's called Ephis. It's a it's just this awesome idea that's basically a real-time uh, baseball game between two, you know, greater Boston uh, uh, rec league teams, adult rec league teams. So uh, I think it's a, a genius idea. I think this guy's going to pull it off. Uh, my buddy who's directing it was featured in the New York Times Oscar snub list for his work on Ham on Rye, which was a movie that I was in a few years ago directed by my friend Tyler Taramina. If you haven't seen that, check it out. It's streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, very well regarded, nineteenth best film of 2020 according to Rolling Stone, which is just absolutely. Which everybody insane.
0: has Amazon now, so please. yeah, get over
1: there. Get over there. It's and if if you don't, it's I think it's like two dollars to rent to watch, uh, and it's a really uh, if you like David Lynch and kind of wacky but uh, you know really groundbreaking filmmaking. Check it out. Uh, but yeah, Ephis man we're, we're funded, but we're trying to get more and more To make that film better So anything you guys can chip in, chip in Even if it's just like a beer, beer's worth Or a few bucks Greatly appreciated It will only help make this thing better But yes, I, we should be filming in Either Vermont, New Hampshire Or somewhere in Massachusetts So I, I'd imagine we got some more in-person uh, Episodes on the on the horizon for this year And that should be as everything's heating up For the seasons to start
0: yeah, that sounds awesome. that That would be sick. I mean, uh, a whole month out here is but is plenty of time for my you can- to do a
1: that was That was, of course, cup- Spunky deciding to try to take out my entire setup right yeah. now.
0: <laughs> nice try, though. Right on. Got to give credit.
1: She's pissed. I'm going to be away for a month. Apparently, she understood all of that.
0: Oh, if she did, for sure. Yeah. But. Oh, That's great. a lot of time for you to hit a, a couple games and yeah, and man. do some episodes and hang around with you know friends and all that. So yeah. that that'd be awesome if yeah. that comes
1: through. I mean, in October in New England is is one of a kind. So it's the best. It, uh I'm really excited for the opportunity. Shout out to Carson Lund for uh you know helming this project. He wrote it. He's directing it, and he casted your boy so i'm excited i'll be, either be playing this uh first baseman or the second baseman but i'm on one of the teams but i'm not sure yet but very excited about that it's gonna be a good time and again if you got any money if you want if you want to help donate towards this i truly think it's going to be an amazing project and again spaceman bill lee attached
0: playing the pitcher
1: playing baseball with 74 year old spaceman bill lee i'm excited
0: yeah man well, once this gets on closer list. We, we definitely need... We should do a whole episode talking about this and, yeah. and details. I mean, I'm sure that there's only so much you'll be able to really talk about as far as, you know, how... That's how kind of how things get made. You can't really give right. away everything Yeah, No, first. but I but can
1: I can keep updates without ruining story, for sure.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, I think that'd be awesome. That'd be fun. Totally,
1: dude. Yeah. And uh, ideally, I mean, we're shooting somewhere in mass, and so, you know... Yeah. You and I can have those in person, so... Yeah, absolutely. it will be good. Well, yeah, we'll have that Kickstarter up. Anything you can, uh, if you can, greatly appreciated. Um, and even if I wasn't in this project, I'd be pushing it on here. I think it's just a great idea. So,
0: well, either way, hopefully it gets made. Congrats on being cast and being a part of it. I mean, that that's cool, man. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be a weird fall.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna try to float between jobs until then and now, so I can go act in a movie. It's new. It's new for me, but I'm excited. Yeah. Hey man, you got to start somewhere, right? Hey, yeah. Start throwing shit at the wall, see if it sticks. Otherwise, what am I doing here? There you go. So yeah, Ephis baby. Um, sorry to sidetrack there. I'm, I lo- I I I knew we hadn't really talked about it, but I didn't realize you didn't you weren't fully aware well, of that. So that's awesome. I'm glad I broke it to you right now.
0: <laughs> I wasn't aware that you were going to be out here for an extended period of time and all that. So that part was new to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it would be. I think. Uh, As my my Cabrera just hit his 500th home run, everybody. Um, (laughs) Real time, or as as you're hearing this, it was yesterday. Uh, Yeah, it's. I I think it's like the fifth through the 25th kind of thing. Like truly, like a lot of the month.
0: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: it'll be good. Things will be gearing up. We can watch our Celtics. We can watch our Celtics with uh, Marcus Smart. Is this a good segue?
0: Here's the thing. (laughs) This is kind of what this this is kind of what this episode was going to be about before we got sidetracked, but I mean, yeah, we we definitely need to switch over and talk about the 77 million dollar elephant in the room, if you will.
1: But well, you know I'm ready.
0: All right, well, then how about how about we do it this way? <laughs> because I know that I'm going to ruffle some feathers, and I know that you and I are on the same page, and I will explain myself. But pitch to me why I need to be excited about this contract signing for four years. Andrew, this pitch is not going to be a pitch
1: to convince you to get to see it from my side. Unfortunately, I think you're blind beyond repair, and I can't get those (laughs) eyes fixed unless Marcus Smart starts doing wonders on the basketball court, which, of course, it will take until at least late October to start doing.
0: Again, I will explain myself after this, but go on.
1: Well, I, I don't know if you should explain yourself first because I'm going to be hitting some of your points
0: here, I imagine. Okay, so here's my thing. I know I've come off as a Marcus Smart hater by for, for the last several weeks or months or however long we're, we've been I mean, talking about I mean, I think
1: this. you're giving it a little much. I think you try to backtrack that, and I think that's fair in the sense that you don't hate him. You are a fan of him, but you think this team needs a shakeup, and he's the man to move.
0: That is what I've been saying the whole time, yes. which is why I like since, to specify. Since last, before last trade deadline, I want to say. Right. That's why I feel the need to specify my opinion because I don't hate Marcus Smart. Right. I think that he's a good player. I think that he is, is, you know, he's good on this team, clearly. There's a reason that they re-signed him. But yeah. my whole thing was this team seems like they need a shake up, and he would have been your most valuable person that you would be willing to get rid of like there's a lot of guys that you don't want to get rid of smart Tate I mean Brown Tatum and so on
1: so yeah, there's the that was my viewpoint the from the
0: beginning right so now, do I love the, the signing for four years no because that doesn't allow us to shake that up but I see I am that's where apparently you are in the wrong.
1: actually it well that's where you are actually incorrect we could be um, traded. So what this does, um, and shout out to Stephen A. Smith for doing an entire segment about how Marcus Smart is a $20 million player and yeah, anything man. less is a bargain. I if agree. Anyone,
0: if anyone needs to stay off the weed, it's him. Yeah. Uh, I'm No,
1: I disagree. I think Marcus Smart makes this money. All right. For, here's my argument for why you're wrong. And this okay. won't convince you. And I've sent you the list of players, and it's a list of players that are making, on average, one to two million dollars per year more, coming off worse, having never been as much, and having never been as important, or, uh, you know, you know, worse injury, and having never played as well as Marcus Smart across the board. Spencer Dinwiddie, fantastic player, could have a higher ceiling than Marcus Smart. At the end of the day, he's coming off an Achilles tear uh Lonzo Ball I don't think he's ever done anything that deserves it Terry Rozier just got another 20 million dollars plus a year contract almost 25 at this point I think Marcus Smart is twice the player of Terry Rozier uh and I I think we're gonna see a version of Marcus we've never gotten to see he has to come off the bench as the sixth man and he thinks he has to score now he knows he's the playmaker I think you'll see these 0.15 assist games from Marcus Smart like occasionally um so, see, I don't hate that. See, this is that's why I think you're wrong. He is still technically, if you look at the market, on a bar- bargain. It is not a huge bargain. It is a bargain, though. I think we are paying him less than he could get from not one, but many teams out there in the NBA. Now, everyone now thinks, oh, now he's not tradable. Wrong. Now he's the most tradable. It's much easier to match a... Bradley Beal $35 million a year contract with a Marcus Smart 19 to $20 million a year contract rather than a Marcus Smart $10 million a year contract. So in getting this money, he is now more tradable and more able to be traded. So that's why everybody who is against this signing should really see that for what it is and be like, oh, okay, at least now we can trade him. Because he is much more movable at a higher price, oddly enough, because the NBA you know, money, as you and I have been talking about, is just absolutely
0: skyrocketing. But I don't, I, to me, that doesn't, like, I don't think that they're going to trade him. That's the whole thing. I don't think that there was any reason for them to do this. Like, they, wanna, they signed him for this contract because that's what they want him at. I don't see there being a trade in the future for Marcus Smart. I mean, it's a possibility, of course, but... It would have to be a really good deal for them to consider it because I think that they like Smart more than they like any trade available for him.
1: Yeah, but there could be that guy who comes along who would be the exception, and now you have the ability to explore the exception rather than just dream about it. And I think Bradley Beal could be the exception. I think there's a version where Bradley Beal is the guy who's worth the Smart trade. Uh, I'm hoping we can just... Get them all, but that's but. <laughs> that's this
0: off season, right? Like that, or that's next off season, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah. But he so, could be
1: on sale come, um, you know, the trade deadline.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, but then you being a big smart fan and everyone else being a big smart fan, apparently, do you see that as like a? Do you think that that's a good thing? Like, do you see trading him for? beal depending on the situation as like you lose marcus smart but you get him do you think that that's a that's better for this team or what i'm
1: the camp that is marcus smart is the um heart of this team you know we've heard it a thousand times to the point where it sounds cliche and it feels cliche to even say it but he is the identity of gritty boston celtics basketball he is the identity of the team he is the longest tenured player on the team because he can he do some extremely frustrating stupid things on offense yes but uh at the end of the day he's i mean he's one of my favorites to wear the to wear the jersey and he cares about being in Boston. He doesn't just care about being beloved or being on a team where he can cut his piece, like he cares about doing it in a Celtics uniform and he wants to be here just as much as some of us want him to be here. So much so that he is quoted saying as so about his signing, I believe, today or yesterday. He finally officially signed those papers yesterday. So anybody hoping that it was going to somehow collapse? I'm sorry. It is not. He is here to stay for four more years. I am ecstatic about it, and I would rather add another piece in addition to Marcus Smart. Um, We are deliberately below the Lux tax, and Brad Stevens has made everyone aware via the media, via press conference, that he is allowed to go into that tax for the right player and the right reason. Which leads me to believe that they are at the ready for whatever will come across them, and that they will leap when they have that opportunity to get a third major name, whether that's getting rid of Marcus or keeping Marcus. I don't know, um, and I, I, I honestly, I wouldn't be able to know. I, I wouldn't be able to say how I feel about that unless I knew the trade. But right now, it's like there's probably a, sh- a very short list of ten to fifteen, ten guys, ten to fifteen guys who have to be insane, who I'd be okay with letting Marcus Smart go for.
0: I mean, we do. We have to give Brad Stevens some more credit. I mean, we have already. But I'm giving him an A for
1: the off season. He's am,
0: done a great job so far. He
1: crushed it. I think he knocked it out of the park. He's done all the right re-signings. Shout out to Bob Bill, four more years. Everyone's talking about we're going to trade for a center. What, we, what I've learned is that some people who I think were very viable sur- uh, sources for this organization are dog shit, like Chris Mannix. I'll call him out because he pissed me off so bad because I really thought he was the shit. And he's like, well, these are what my sources are saying. It's like, well, your sources suck and are completely wrong. So, I don't know, maybe don't talk to them. Uh, <laughs> just, I don't know, absolute, absolutely infuriating. But the signings, the draft pick, the his second round pick did fantastic in Summer League. Um, he's, he, he's just, he saw the writing on the wall. He didn't take any major swings that could hurt this team. And I think every move he made along the way has been very smart. He got it. We lose. We, we didn't get Fournier. He found a way to make a sign and trade out of it and get a trade player exception. We have three different trade player exceptions right now. So we can already add legitimate, even more legitimate, um, you know, veteran experienced guys to this bench, which has been the goal. And he succeeded at it. We are a deeper, we have eight guys who play starting caliber roles on teams and have done that. Um, Right now, the, the big question is, uh, I, I, I'm, I believe it's Carson Edwards or Jabari Parker. Uh, I'm hearing it's easier to lose Jabari Parker money-wise, but, um, I mean, keep Jabari Parker. I, I, I don't know how that's a question. I don't think Carson Edwards has proven anything to stay on this team. Um, and, again, if, if the if the goal is solid veteran backup experience, how is Jabari Parker not our backup power forward to Jason Tatum? Like that's just a no brainer to me.
0: There's a lot. Of, there's going to be a lot of things kind of uh, that we want to see play out this year, as far as you know. Can Bob Bill stay healthy? Because that's a huge thing that he's had an issue with. Right. And, you know, we we expect and, to see and, so much, and from the Celtics him have and,
1: invested on that now, right? For, right. Four exactly. years, fifty nine million dollars. He's making about fifteen million a year. You know, they. They are they are of the belief that he will be able to remain on the court. That is a that is not a short term a short term gamble on that is a two year contract they gave him four, so they they they're thinking they can keep him on the court. But yeah, that's I mean that's a huge question. I think that's a gamble truly. And I love him. I want him to be the. I think he is the answer at center. But yeah, it's you know, can't say it doesn't worry you.
0: Yeah. Uh, Another thing that I wanted to talk about. Celtics related, of course. Uh, I think our last episode we talked about Isaiah Thomas dropping eighty something points, right? Yes. In uh, there was another. There, Peyton Pritchard played in another summer league game, not for the Celtics, but like a. It was the uh, Portland, Portland Pro Am.
1: The Portland Pro Am, yeah, Portland, Oregon Pro Am. And he dropped ninety two points. Ninety two. He played two games in the program. He dropped ninety two and sixty. So in two games, he dropped one hundred and fifty two points. I loved it. Is that good? I think that is good, but I, I it, it it really didn't feel the same after he got shut down in the Summer League Championship game. Yeah. Uh, it did feel like he was tooling on non-NBA competition. Nice to hear that he can shoot the ball very well, but he got shut down, and the Celtics got stomped in that Summer League Championship game, where I do still, to this very moment, think they were the better team, uh, but that second, they couldn't deal with good defense, and... So yeah, shout out to Peyton Pritchard and those accomplishments. But really, they uh, my my excitement drained when two days later he he just got absolutely closed off by, I think that guy's name is Williams. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. I think Isaiah Thomas dropped what Isaiah Thomas is doing in the Drew League and his Proams and like the J crossover league. You know, no one plays in the Portland pro Proam. Um, real guys play in the Drew League and and in you know Jamal Crawford's league. So I'm hearing isaiah Thomas is getting is getting you know interviews, so
0: I mean, as he should, again, we've been saying this forever, but just give the guy a job somewhere. One of these yeah. teams could use him like, hey, he, we have all these fucking trade like exceptions. They act like he wouldn't be useful to to there's there is a team out there that could definitely use him. I think any Multiple. team
1: can use him even if he doesn't play a minute. I think he's a useful locker room guy. I really do. I, I I really. He just seems to be good, at, like high impact, like you know, not not just a cheerleader either. Like a guy who knows the game, uh, a guy right. who's had to figure out the game in other ways to compensate for the fact that he's five foot seven. <laughs> so, right. I, I I just I don't get it. I think he's just u- a useful asset, a, a useful asset no matter where he goes and what role he plays. And, and I, don't, I don't understand why he's not getting those more of those calls. But apparently, one of them is. For, for the Lakers, so LeBron still respects Oof. him.
0: No, thank you. I, I, I don't want
1: that to I happen. Know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's I, that over him not having a job, obviously. I guess go right. go
0: Isaiah. A couple other things to talk about here is one: the Celtics have officially released their schedule for the season. Yes, there are a couple games that. Actually, there's probably a handful of games that are that are interesting or that are worth noting. But you all, you had mentioned that you might be out here in October for, you know, what you're working on. But there may be another date that you're out here as well or couple days, maybe in the month of March. Uh,
1: yeah. And let's just let's just lock that in right now. I'll open up another credit card against anyone's <laughs> advice to make this happen. I'm not missing this game. And we're sitting in the lower bowl, by the way. We have to sit in the lower bowl. Um,
0: I believe you're referring to March 13th against the Dallas Mavericks. I
1: am. And it's not that we have to sit there just because I am obsessed with a man by the name of Luka Doncic. No, we (laughs) have to sit in the lower bowl because a man I am even more obsessed with by the name of Kevin Garnett is rightfully earning his numbers up in the rafters. Number five will be hung and you and I are going to be there. We, there's no other way around it. We have to do Absolutely. this. And uh, I, it's just, a, it's, it's just one of those things, you know, for me, I've been saying to a lot of people, people kind of get like, I guess, you know, in talking to, you know, more women, guys are like, okay, or no, even guys too, people who aren't into sports, it's just like, yeah, sports for me, it's like, you know, I don't have a lot of family. So I make, like, sports my family. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people like family reunions, seeing grandma.
0: I like retirement nights. I like retirement nights. That's once in a
1: lifetime, you know? We won't get this moment back. Like, you go see grandma, and it's like, maybe, you know, this could be the last time seeing grandma. This this would be the only time I see Kevin Garnett's jersey get raised. And I get the same love out of it. I just don't have grandparents. Or parents. Anyways, back to you, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Let me ask you, I want to ask you this about the Celtics uh, retiring Kevin Garnett's number.
1: Yeah, I mean, which we've we've discussed, but I want to say it was
0: a year and a half ago now. Yeah. not Not specifically Kevin Garnett, but do you think that the Celtics are too retirement happy? That they've retired too many numbers and that they, like, I'm not even sure how they're able to put a roster on the court. With numbers that aren't retired already. Because if you look... When you go to the Garden... They have two banners that are like... Full of numbers. Maybe even more. I don't even remember. But it's like four, like, I think. Three and a half. Do you think that they retire numbers too... Um, too easily? Alright.
1: Here's what I want... Here's what I'm trying to quickly look up. Um, how many numbers we've retired?
0: I mean, to be fair... We had the obviously those dynasty teams and those teams that were completely dominant and all of that but you know there's a lot of I don't know the Bruins clearly haven't won as many championships uh, but they're very they're way more strict about who gets retired and and what they did for the team and I mean it took Middleton year like decades after his retirement to actually get his number retired you know yeah so
1: listen. There's guys on this list that seem a little bit like you got your number retired as a part of this wonderful team. You know? Right. Um I don't wanna say any names for who I don't think should be up there. Uh but Do you
0: have the number of how many how many numbers are retired?
1: Yeah, and I was hoping to get something out of looking the Lakers one up, but it made me feel like I should feel more towards the side of, yeah, maybe maybe we're, holy, like, holy shit. Um, we The Celtics have retired 23 numbers.
0: That's a lot of numbers. It is.
1: It's uh, almost a quarter of the numbers available. I mean, there's zero and double zero, but, yeah. How many do you think the Lakers have retired?
0: Uh, I'm going to guess 14. 11. Okay.
1: So... I compare these and two franchises about, because they're the two most popular and the two most winning pr- franchises in NBA history. Right. Unarguable. That's just the facts. We're more than double them. Mm. How do I feel about KG getting his number retired? Well,
0: So a guy who played six seasons and won one championship.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A guy who's but, going to have his number retired, if he hasn't already, in Minnesota as well.
0: I believe he has, but also Hall of Famer.
1: Bonafide fide Hall of Famer. Brought you know, brought banner seventeen. We don't have seventeen without him. Absolutely not. Can we agree? Are we ready to say this that the the big three underperformed as a whole?
0: I mean they they should have they should have had more championships. Totally,
1: and part of that's Danny Ainge. I think the I think the Perkins trade happens in the year that we would have won the title with if we just keep that team intact. Um. You know, but part of it is just getting injured and going down to Kobe. Kobe Bryant, a man name, a man who possesses two of the eleven retired Lakers numbers. Um, Hold the
0: phone. Hold the phone here. Yeah, the Timberwolves have not retired his jersey. Okay. Kevin Garnett not entertaining Timberwolves jersey retirement. This was in April of twenty twenty. So that's. I think that he. I mean. Yes, he did a lot for Boston. He he gave us a championship. Arguably, did much more for Minnesota.
1: Yeah, as far as like did did most he, of his Hall of Fame numbers in Minnesota. We he could was say, the right? guy there. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah he, he, he's the reason that franchise is on the map at all. You know. Yes. Who you you think of other great Timberwolves? And I can name a few, but you, you know, is Latrell Sprewell a Hall of Famer? Maybe I'm ignorant to that. Maybe he is. I'm sure he's Ballot, I don't know if he's in, you know, and then and then Wally Zerbiak and like Sam Cassell, who also played for a bunch of other teams. Yeah. I mean, when you think of the Timberwolves still to this day, you think of Kevin Garnett's team. And he wants nothing to do with them and he wants to get his number retired here. I mean I think I think KG is a presence and a beloved presence who commands such respect with his energy that he's helping get his number five retired in the Celtics uniform. And when I look at this list, and there's guys that I don't really see deserved it, and I feel like they were a part of a team. Um, with that, I, I want, I would rather compare it to that. With whether he should be retired, not hey we, s- not hey oh maybe we've already overdone this because I think he meets the criteria more than some of the people on the list in looking
0: at the list. I do need to bring this up because I tried. On the fly to look up if Spreewell was in the Hall of Fame, which I don't believe that he is. But what I do need to say is that in 1997, he choked out the head coach of the Warriors because he told him to make crisper passes and specifically asked him to put a little mustard on a pass. So he choked him out. But anyways... That's a, <laughs> that's why
1: that's why I wore the Spreewells in middle school for my my HMS team, Hampstead Middle School team, dude. That's why. That was the type of zest I was bringing to the locker room. Do you remember the Spreewells, Andrew? No. They were made by a company called Dada, and there happened to be this little air pocket in the heel so that it could spin the rims on the outer part of the shoe. I played basketball in those.
0: All right, so after this episode, I will immediately be getting on eBay. Yeah. I mean maybe looking for some. Maybe, yeah, uh, remember East Bay? Remember those magazines
1: you'd get for the, all the yes. sports stuff? Oh, yep. They should do like a. They should start collecting like or just keeping five of whatever they sell, and just open it up twenty years later. I'd buy the hell out of some double marked up datas right now. You got
0: twelve? That'd be sick. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, kinda, I kind of, I kind of. Took us on a bit of a roller coaster there. What no. were we talking about, KG? KG, yeah. <laughs> we're not that it wasn't that far off. <laughs> no.
1: KG would have choked a coach, would he have ever had to, but he's just too
0: intimidating of a
1: presence.
0: Uh, there was also another incident where spreewell fought a teammate and returned to practice carrying a two by four and reportedly threatened to return with a gun. So clearly this guy a little bit unhinged, but all good. All good. I don't
1: know. Not, not in the hall of fame. Not in the hall of fame. Got it. <laughs> he's a, he's now in my hall of fame. Um.
0: <laughs> Seriously, wow. <coughs> uh, wh- another thing about a couple more things actually about the uh, the schedule coming out. They're doing a cool thing this year where they're doing like decade nights. Wait, hold so on, like hold fi- on, hold on. What?
1: Do you think his number should be retired?
0: Oh, sorry. We're still on that. I didn't um, get your
1: side. I, I, I want to know.
0: Ba- just based on the fact that the Celtics are, again, retirement happy with numbers, then yes, I absolutely believe that. Yeah. He fits the if- criteria. Exactly. Right. So we don't win a championship without him. Yes. You know, he was a fan favorite. I guarantee that they sold, you know, as many jerseys as Paul Pierce at the time, maybe a little bit less or maybe a little bit more. I don't know. But you know that he was absolutely he had everything that you wanted as a Celtics player and he was a true Boston Celtic and I mean he even said himself the only mis- the only thing that I regret about Boston is that I didn't go there sooner you know so I think that what else could you possibly want from somebody on your team that ended up loving the city ended up loving the the franchise and wanting to be a part of it even more yeah. Um, I think, yes, I think his jersey, des- his number is deserving of being retired based on the criteria for sure. Yeah, I agree. All right, wh- where were we going? I was saying that the Celtics uh, are doing what they're calling decade nights, I believe. Okay. So they're doing like a 50s, a 60s, a 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s um, themed nights. 70s nights are going to have cool. a lot
1: of Gino, whether we're winning or losing.
0: <laughs> I think that the the picture on the '90s theme night was Antoine Walker. So that's fun. I like that. Yeah, it could be cool. I mean, it's definitely interesting that they're going to be trying to do something cool for fans and all that. Because why not?
1: You know, I was hoping it wouldn't end up this way, but Antoine Walker, my favorite number eight, Walker to wear Celtic screen. <laughs> <laughs> there
0: you go. Uh. And one one other key thing about the schedule is that we have a Christmas Day game this year.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, maybe. We don't it, maybe, seem very happy. Yeah. About maybe that. my turn to ruffle feathers. I don't think we fucking deserve that game at all. Uh, I think there's much more interesting versions. The Heat should be playing the Bucks. The Heat have gotten better. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think we deserve it. I'll take it. And also, if we do deserve it, why? I and I get the whole hot. Hawks Knicks is a better rematch, but if you're going to shoehorn us in, why are we playing the NBA champions? Well, they didn't march through it, us. The Nets got say,
0: us. Say, like, say for some reason it was between the Celtics and the Heat getting that game. He deserved it. Which do you think? Yeah, but which do you think draws more TV? I mean, yeah, I guess that's what it comes down to. I think
1: right. And I guess a better question is when? When is the last time we didn't have a Christmas Day game? And not that long ago, but. You know, at a time when we didn't have ascending All-Stars, two All-Stars on the team, um, in terms of former All-Stars, numerous now, you know, Al Horford is back, uh, He's not. I'm not saying he's an all-star, All-Star caliber player, but yeah, I guess, you know, the Celtics franchise is going to get, like, almost kind of the same, Celtics and the Lakers franchise are going to get almost kind of get the same treatment as the Cowboys do on Thanksgiving, um, Yeah but yeah i don't know this it, to me it, it just there there was i guess as a basketball fan there's better stuff but you know it is a ratings game and yeah no i i'm not going to argue that the miami heat get better the the heat bucks game gets better rating than the celtics bucks just because who the celtics are you know we have fans all across the country because it used to be the celtics and the lakers were the only game you could watch on television <laughs> for years you know that's why brad stevens in indiana grew up a celtics fan you
0: know so um now now did I forget that Al Horford was back on this team until you said it? Yes. Am I excited? Only time will tell,
1: really. I don't really know. I mean <laughs> we we got rid of Kemba who was that's true. Who again? That trade. Moses got moved on so we don't have a surplus at center when in the Tristan Thompson trade. And man, I you look at these moves and none of them are really like appetizing. You're not like, yes. Wow. Oh, we got this guy. I mean, I, you know, I'm pretty hyped. I, I'm hyped about Josh Richardson. I know he could either suck or be good for us. I don't think he played good in Dallas at all. Um, but he was always, a he was a Celtics killer in Miami, just threes all day. And like, he can really play ball and I really enjoy his game when he's playing it well. But you know, none of these moves are like, you know, really exciting. But when you look at the top 10 or just the roster, just look at the rosters in the two years. I don't even think there's an argument that this team is better than last year's team.
0: But we lost the Kardashians.
1: <sighs> never even Which We means never means even had we, him because of COVID. We might have We never had him. We go, we lost we, him before what, we had him.
0: That's true. But we could have maybe got Kanye this year. Why? Aren't they divorced? I don't know, man. I'm hearing rumors that they're getting back together.
1: Wow. All right. (laughs) Kanye and Tatum taking a photo on the Celtics' first row courtside seats. I could see it.
0: Kanye wearing a straight-up ski mask for sure. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: a a bulletproof vest. Yeah. I guess you could probably wear a bulletproof vest into anywhere.
0: I like how I brought that up as if I care about the Kardashians or know anything about them. Right. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. if you're or, listening, or
1: that you care about Tristan Thompson,
0: or that I care about Kanye, because if you're listening and you think that his record's coming out, you're out of your mind. I have it. I'm not. I shouldn't. You. Yeah. I should, yeah I shouldn't well, be but if you think that he is actually going to release it, not going to happen.
1: No. I did. I did. Uh, someone did send me something though. Ooh. It's fine. It's it's really.
0: So, what else you got? Anything else on the Celtics? Any other thoughts or hot takes? Um,
1: just Brad Stevens did amazing with what he had. He didn't, you know, he didn't do pull off any miracles. There was no miracles out there for him to pull. And this team is poised to add a legitimate star when that person becomes available. And I think this team is better than we think, even me. Who I, I don't think were very good. We might not win as many games, but that's because the league got much better around us. That's not because we got worse. Okay. No one ever I mean, no one I'll... ever talks about that reality. No, absolutely not. It's always what did you do and what didn't you do? I think I think Secret ceiling for this team, Andrew? Secret, secret ceiling. Oh,
0: here we go. I asked for a hot take, and I know I'm getting one right now. Three seed. The three seed is what you're going with. Secret
1: ceiling, three seed. Hot start out of the gate. Winning games they're not supposed to because better teams aren't ready yet. Whoa. On top of a mountain where they, you know, try not to fall. But as I sent to you, they have the hardest thing in the NBA to overcome. Don't they? Yes. What was that? They have 15 back-to-backs, which is the most in the NBA.
0: That seems excessive.
1: That is hard. Back-to-backs. Do you know what back-to-backs We know what back-to-backs are referred to, right, in the NBA, right? Do you know what those second games of back-to-backs are referred to as? A loss, scheduled losses. <laughs> yeah. Scheduled losses. We have 15 scheduled losses. I'll be interested. But here's the we thing, should keep that, our eye on that stat, regardless of if gonna, they lose the first part of it. We should keep our eye on those games, because those if, will be big. Those will be lose, monumental.
0: Those are going to be the—that's going to be the excuse. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, Listen, well, we had uh, I don't, all these games I, and blah, blah, blah.
1: I don't know, Ime. I don't know. I'm excited What's about them. <laughs> Brad Stevens has said we they they got better at the roster and they improved coaching, which I think is a great dig at himself. Um, wow, I didn't hear that. Yeah, it's great. He's the best. Um, I, I'm, long live President Brad. I hope he's president of the Celtics for the rest of my life, and I think that would mean I die early. Um, <laughs> or, I mean, but we all know what's gonna happen. Uh, I don't know, Coach. I I don't know what he's gonna do. I like, I like the thought of him. Doesn't seem like a guy who's ready for excuses. Okay, maybe I that's think he's going to mitigate expectations.
0: Maybe you know? that's the shakeup that I wanted.
1: Coaching could be it. You could be very happy with we. We could all, hope and this team could be astronomically better with what we've had because of it. Pl- not to m- hope not so. to mention guys are going to make leaps. Yes, I I, I just criticized a, a little bit our boy fast PP, but oh. you know he's he's not a bad player. He, he, there's no, there's no saying he couldn't have an, a career, at a fifty-point night in the NBA. I think that's totally in his wheelhouse. But he's gonna make a leap. Aaron Niesmith looks like he's the guy that we drafted, where she didn't look like at all last year. But he was coming off injury, injury in his shooting wrist, mind you. Bob
0: These guys Bill are gonna take jobs. Healthy
1: Bob Bill, starting Bob Bill, it should be now. Gonna make a leap. Yep. It's just. It's exciting, and maybe we lose all these games, but i I love this team. I love this team. I'm excited. I'm I really am there's no guy on the team who I'm like, I hate this. you know, I don't want to watch this guy. Um, I'm excited I'm excited about Al. I have very low expectations about al um, and and again, what I was trying to say earlier too like the fact that we got Moses Brown and Horford, yes, we had to lose that first round pick. But the fact that we got the two of them and then Kemba was just bought out, Brad won there. That shows Brad won. Brad got value back for Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker got paid to walk away from the OKC. So I'm excited, man. I okay. think this is a good team. All right, man. It's. I mean, I don't know. I don't gonna... know. Hot take ceiling third. Uh, at least we have it on record. Fair take
0: bottom 10th. I think it's a playoff <laughs> team no matter what. Okay, I mean, if they miss the playoffs, that's kind of a bust.
1: Huge. That's yeah. That's a, no, that's this, unacceptable. This team should
0: not miss the playoffs.
1: I don't think. I I think they should miss the play-in round. I think they should be at least sixth. Okay, but it's tough. It's gonna be. A t- it's a tough league, and other. You know, the East is tough. The e- the East and West is. I want to. I want to make that list. I want to go back to the All Star games that are East versus West. I, I, Captain stuff, fun. That was because the West was dominating in terms of talent. I don't think that's the case anymore. I want to see what East versus West is.
0: Okay, I'm down with that. Uh,
1: <clears throat> so, uh, well,
0: to be honest with you, th- this episode went longer than I expected that it would. So, me too. We are we are going to be putting out another episode on Friday this week. Yes, um, and I'm going to say it now so that I remember to to talk about it on the next episode. Uh, I want to talk about the the NHL approving ads for jerseys starting after this season, so starting in the 2022-23 season uh so we'll definitely talk about that on the next episode i want to get your thoughts on it i have plenty of thoughts on it especially being somebody who collects jerseys and who is a big fan of how they look uh so that'll be an interesting conversation especially because we haven't talked a lot of hockey recently and there hasn't been a lot but i'm hoping that we'll have some stuff to talk about with that ne- uh later on in the week on the next episode um and yeah i mean get
1: at us on tiktok we've uh, andrew made some pitches too
0: Oh yeah, get over there. I put up some. We put up some concepts of potential advertisements on jerseys. Yeah, so.
1: I already got a lot to say, and I I already got a lot of questions for you about how you feel about it. So yeah, looking forward to that for that this week. I uh, um, I'll be right after this. I'll be heading to the great brand new, or a year removed from new, but just now allowing human beings inside SoFi Stadium to see the Chargers and 49ers play a preseason game.
0: Oh, so you haven't been yet.
1: Oh, no. No, no. Oh. No. That's interesting. When I went to the Rams Seahawks Sunday night football 2 years ago, that was at the Coliseum.
0: <laughs> <coughs> that's interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how you like it or how good or bad it is. My
1: friend said he went to a Rams preseason game last weekend and that it was quote like a rave. <laughs> so <laughs> That's I have some sort of expectation going in. We'll, yeah, we'll I'm see. not sure that that's how a football game's supposed to go, no. but yeah, me neither. I
0: also haven't been in, in a few years, so True. I it could be different. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. All right, man. Well, long live Marcus Smart.
0: You and yeah, and you uh, and all the haters can taste on that, dude. Whatever, man. I guess go go J- jimmy G. <laughs> I even, yeah, I don't know. Even I don't
1: know. I'm excited to see. I I invited all my right, buddy who's well, well, a 49ers fan and he can't come, but he's like, oh, you're gonna see Trey, and I was like, I don't know who that is. I'm gonna assume it's a backup I don't even quarterback because is, is <laughs> um, <laughs> he's like, because he, yeah, he, I won't see him play at all,
0: but you'll see him today, and I was like, oh, okay. So am I gonna see Jimmy too? I don't know. I don't know, man. Well, either way, enjoy it. Have a good time. I I miss the weather out there for sure. Yeah,
1: um, it cooled off but... a little too in a very perfect way. Just to yeah. just to make just to. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little spot. Yeah, I, mean, I salt appreciate your it. Word. Thanks for twisting the knife. I know you, it's were, cool. yeah, I knew you were hurting, so I figured I'd, I'd help you out.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Thanks. I appreciate it. But, anyways, yeah. um, enjoy it. We will be back on Friday with another episode talking about NHL stuff, and I'm sure there'll be some more Celtics stuff to talk about. But thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you on Friday. Stretched.